0: Phone, you
1: don't
0: have a proper phone, okay. All right, I can see you, I can hear you. Um, give me a second and we'll just start. Do you want to read what? Let me start it. Hold on. Um, okay, what are you guys doing today? all right oh we're (laughs) we're actually
1: gonna go and like drive around and we're dropping off girl cookies uh, okay all right here we go all
0: right starting it's preparing okay um um, i love that you're doing this i love that you're such a booster for women of color and vegan (laughs) women Thing. I just, I just don't know what else. Well, thank you. First of all, but I also don't know what else to do right now. It's not a lot we can do. Um, I we, know.
1: It's <laughs> true.
0: Um, but but we're we'll just figuring it out. I feel like we're just at the start of this. Okay. Here we go. Here's our Facebook live is launching right now. Hold on. Um, hold on. It seems like it's stopped.
1: Um. I mean, I get the the desire to do stuff, and at the end of the day, like even what I said in the thing is, you know, I think community gets us through it. It's just community is going to look different.
0: Yeah, and community
1: won't be sitting in the same room. Community will be people on that close to each other, talking and doing what we need to do. But you're right. I mean, that that um, that what is it? The Imperial College report that came out we are saying in quarantine until the beginning of July, and then we'll yeah. probably have the quarantine ending uh, July, August, and
0: then going back into quarantine when flu. I actually didn't starts. see that. So I'm gonna have to look for it. I mean, I have heard. I've heard so much stuff that yeah. it's been um, kind of a lot. Like right now, um, yeah. it's it's hard to know what to do. And um, hold on, let me try this again. Yeah. Hold on a second. Um, this. Um. hold on, stop this, and then start it again. Oh,
1: I think that's cause maybe because I moved to a larger
0: window, so I could see okay. more of your phone. Okay, okay, um, just give me, I'm just like, this is the second time I've ever done a Facebook live video, so it's me, you know, like, me. know what you
1: do with me, because we're friends, and I'm never going to be like, oh
0: my god, you just <laughs> ruined a professional credibility, because I have none? We don't know, we don't know what we're doing, we're just figuring it out.
1: You know, uh, I guess. And what better way to figure it out than doing it? Which is how you got the Veg Fest, right? Yeah. You're like, I, you're like, I want pizza. Why is there not more pizza
0: with me? And you're like,
1: yeah. Okay, let's make the pizza happen.
0: Okay, live. Uh, well, I don't. It doesn't seem like it's live. So um, I don't know what's happening. But let's just keep going. So <laughs> it, it is recording. It is definitely recording. So we can post this later. And um. Excellent. I don't know why it's going live i keep trying so if you like i guess i just kind of wanted um so this only been like two it seems like two solid days that people have been inside that they know they can't go outside and like we weren't supposed to go outside before then but i think people still were and um so now people seem to be taking it real seriously but it's also real scary and now people are teaching from home and you have all this um stuff and I felt like you would be a good person to talk to because you've been homeschooling for a pretty long time and you actually seem to do a really great job at it like I don't know your daughter seems real smart and I watch what you post on the Facebook about like where you guys are going and what you're learning and it seems like a class I would like to take every single day so, oh
1: we would love to have you yeah. in our
0: class
1: every time yeah. we get to be with you we really enjoy it so yeah a quick introduction okay right? which will you now. I've been vegan for 14 years and I've been homeschooling my daughter, Leela, who's eight and a half and I've been homeschooling her right. since she was there. Because the thing about homeschooling is it never really stops and it never, it starts from the minute they're born and it never really stops. You're always yeah. there for your kids. Yeah. Um, and I think one thing that is really important to know as a homeschooler, it's that you, know, you have to absolutely meet your kids where they are.
0: Yeah. What does
1: that mean? What does that mean? (laughs) I mean, if you come to homeschooling with an idea that this is what school should look like, then you're going to bump up against your child's ideas of what they want to do. Okay. And then it becomes a really hard process to try and push them in one direction versus another. Okay. So one of the things that I've learned from homeschooling is that it has to be this collaborative process. And that a lot of it is really figuring out what your child likes, what they care about, what things matter to them, you know? It's like, I don't know about you, but I'm one of those people where I can learn anything if I'm interested in it. And I can learn, I can sit in front of material I'm not interested in for hours and not get it. Wow. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes, I can relate to that for sure. I mean, look at yeah, Done. You were like, Well,
1: I'm interested in pizza. How do I make this yeah. happen? And you are the amazing example to me of how someone takes a commitment and carries it forward in the world because they want to. So, yeah. 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 Because a lot of people as vegans say, I wish we had a food festival. I wish we had this. I wish we had... But you've been able to actually fulfill on it, which is
0: pretty amazing. I think it, well, I actually probably wouldn't do it for sure. But like, I, there was a couple, like probably like 10 years ago, there was somebody in town that when I was like I was doing these bike rides and stuff and I had kind of like a team and then the team kind of left to do something else like Mm -hmm. they got interested in something else and I remember I kind of wanted to quit and this lady told me she's like if you don't do it nobody else is going to do it and like it was important to me so I wanted to see it happen Mm -hmm. so you, you really have to sometimes push yourself to, um, or I have to push myself to do things I don't necessarily want to do, but I want to see the end result, for sure. So. I mean, I think, you know, that's the difference
1: between forcing someone to do something they don't want to do and developing yeah. grit. You know, like we, we hear so much about grit in schooling, like it's oh. <laughs> to an idea and keep going even when the obstacles get hard. So it's not that you'd stop caring about seeing the outcome, you daunted by how many steps there were to get there and so i think it's really important actually to know the difference between grit where you want to help your kid and support them in getting something that they actually want versus pushing them to do something that you want okay because it's really hard because i think you know people always say nobody knows your child better than you but the truth is you know your child is their own person almost from the minute they're born Right. They will have their own interests, they will like different things from you, they will find areas that you find completely boring. They are so fascinating. Which you could ask anybody who's got a four-year-old who loves dinosaurs. You know, right. and they're coming up to you and they're like, let me tell you everything about the Mosasaur." And you're yeah. like, oh god, not the again. So Leela is really into dogs, and she found a podcast on dogs. And now basically all she does is listen to podcasts about famous dogs and run into them and go oh my god did you know and there's lots of stuff that i don't really care about and i'm really trying not to shoehorn my interest in me oh you're interested in dogs let's talk about adding hey if every Uh, dog here is a seven is, is, is seven human years how old would that dog have been it's really sort of not shoehorning your own agenda but letting them find their own passions and be really interested in what they're interested in.
0: Wow, that's pretty neat. I can, I can see that, like one time, this barely has anything to do with it. you talk about, kind of, but like one time when I was walking dogs, like these yeah. ki- I used to pass kids coming home from school and mm-hmm. this little kid, um, must've been like, I would say it's probably like eight, ran up to me and started spewing some random facts about something he had learned. And then he stopped and just ran home. Like he was so excited. <laughs> To like tell somebody that he knew something. All this knowledge, please. Yeah, let me tell you. yeah. Like, and no. I said, so, "What's funny is I still see that kid around town, and he's I think probably now he's like 18. But like, I, that's every time I see him, that's what I think about." Um.
1: And I think that's the part that's really great about homeschooling, because otherwise, your kids has these passions. Yeah. them to to like really go into them. So, one of our, our friends who's a homeschooler, um, he really loves Malala Yousafzai. And for the last two months, he is, he is building a, a, a monument, a, a museum to her out of cardboard. Um, he listens to all her talks, he reads all the books by her. Wait,
0: he's who is just,
1: it? He's a, a homeschooling friend of ours.
0: No, who he, is he obsessed
1: with? Malala Yousafzai. Okay. Uh, I, okay. In case you don't know, she is, which i she is 22 years old. She won the Nobel Prize when she was 18. Okay. Uh, and was the youngest Nobel Prize winner ever. And because she is such a stand for education for young girls. So she lived in the Swat Valley, um, lived in the Swat Valley, and was shot by the Taliban.
0: And oh, yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. And okay. And she
1: never stopped. So yeah. he's just interested in her that he oh. just developed this whole thing that he goes into. And before that, it was battles. And he's just yeah. found his and gone into them and it may not be a long lasting interest it may right. be a long lasting interest it may be an interest that you don't share it may be an interest that you find amazing but yeah the meeting your kid where they are is that first step of finding out what someone's interested in you know just like we would with anybody
0: we met yeah I can relate to that for sure oh you're the best well we like food <laughs> yeah as you know,
1: Leela and I do a lot of exploring the world of food. So yeah, we try vegan recipes. We found a vegan sushi book. Oh, and that's pretty neat. It is. There's so much good vegan stuff now. It's pretty amazing. Yeah,
0: it's pretty cool. Um, do what it like. What are you, what is like. Uh, what is she obsessed with right now? Or what are you obsessed with right now? Like, what do you like this week? With yeah. Whole-
1: Lila's obsessed with oh, dogs. yeah. She's always been obsessed with dogs. Leela's uh, a person who, no matter what we're doing, if there's a dog close by, Leela will run. So, maybe yeah. Let the dog sniff her hand, and then we'll take up as much dog love as she humanly can.
0: <laughs> I think there's still some people who are like that. Like, um, like with so when I was working as dog walker, I would see kids like that. You can spot them from, like two blocks away because there's yeah, their whole face jumping up and down, and their eyes are big and they're like oh. yeah, and their whole face I like, that. But you know who is like that to this day is Marissa. If you're oh, walking really? down the street with her and she sees a dog, there's no more conversation really happening. It's just her and the dog from then on. I you're... love that. I
1: did
0: not know yeah.
1: that
0: about Marissa, and I yeah. totally love that. Yeah, but you can see how there's definitely some dog people who are excited about every single dog um that's pretty neat I'm gonna try and learn some dog stuff today like um um I don't want to I feel like I'm interrupting you with my my own choice but I like so like I don't have kids so but it does seem like all of a sudden when people are trying to work from home and have their kids they like is I don't think we're gonna solve any of these problems so I don't really want to but I'm just like how, like, I've seen posts from teachers to like, you know, you just need to, you don't have to teach them anything right now, really. Just get through the day and, like, just, you know, I've seen a lot of people setting up schedules and stuff. I don't know how that works. Do you do that?
1: Well, I mean, one thing that I always love is Julie Bogart always says that there's nothing that a child can't learn Mm -hmm. down the road. Like you know, okay. <laughs> it's really about figuring out what in your life is an emergency, what's really important, and what can wait. And yeah, some things your kid will pick up super quickly, and yeah. some things take a really long time. So, okay. Leela is eight and she just learned how to tie her shoelaces. That's
0: pretty good. I saw something about that. Yeah,
1: yeah. and a lot of kids have been tying their laces since they were five or six, but Leela's has. A hard time with impulse control and a hard time with fine motor skills yeah so, you know you can't make them be ready until they're ready and you can't make them be interested until they're interested okay the so yeah does it really matter if it takes a long time for her to tie her shoelaces or no when she get there <laughs> maybe you know if it had waited until she was 16 the truth is the reason why we got there is because now she is a size six woman's shoe. Wow! So, right, <laughs> so she doesn't have little velcro shoes that are cute anymore. Oh. So sneakers and that yeah. shoes, and that's the thing for everything. Um, if people are interested in it, they generate their participation and they do it, and you can't force them until they're ready.
0: So, did I mean? What, so, what, this is kind of, I have a point that I'm gonna to get to, but barely a point. But like so did she learn when she learned to tie her shoes, I mean you taught her or she was real interested just asking questions and like practicing. I'm only Yeah. yeah she asked um,
1: questions, we looked at pictures, she was willing to practice. I mean uh, Yeah. You know, it's I mean so much of it. You know, so much comes down to the same thing as dog training, right? Like, we all agree, you can't train your dog using force. So, you know, the Cesar Milan dog Walls, yeah. and all that stuff, is people don't really use them, and people recognize the limitations of them. But at, the, at the base, the relationship between dog and trainer, the relationship between human child and human adult, their relationship between human to human, animal to animal, is always the relationship of trust. You can't yeah. teach with them. Okay. And uh, so if your kid t- trusts you that they can make a mistake and still be okay. Yeah. mom trusts you that you will have them if they think they're going to fall, it's a whole different world. You know, mm. I watched my, uh, my friend help his dog up a ladder and he couldn't have lifted the dog himself. Okay. He used to get up the, the ladder for a hike and okay. the dog trusted him. And, okay. let go and let him guide him up the ladder until we needed to go, but wow. if he hadn't wanted to go, that without that trust, nothing would have been possible, and that's the basis of all teaching to me is wow. the other person trust you and if the other person trusts you, you kind of have to trust them too.
0: That's pretty good. Um,
1: Don't you find I mean there's no relationship yeah. with
0: There's one, so this whole, I'll just talk about trust, there's this lady in town that, uh, Katie Dempsey, who does like a lot of like, um, uh, I wanna say community organizing, but that's not exactly the term, it's like, uh, but anyhow, she one time said at a talk that there's like no collaboration without trust, that people don't understand that you can't collaborate on something with, with someone you don't trust 100%, because, and I think that's true, and it it's kind of the same sort of thing. You're, you're collaborating to finish this job, yeah. and, uh, or learn something, or do something, but trust, trusting people is really the base, I guess, the bottom of everything, really. I mean, it really is, and it's always fascinating that you put
1: it that way, because, you know, I used to be a lawyer in my former life. Mm-hmm. And you always think of lawyers as not trusting each other, limiting the information they have, but the truth is, you can't work out a good compromise for your client Unless you're willing to say to the other person, look, this is what we're dealing with. What are you dealing with? How do we meet? Yeah. That? And yeah. part of the reason why legal bills are so high in this country is because people aren't willing to trust and say, okay, this is what we're looking at. This is the non negotiable. This is the negotiable. Okay. And we from there. Do you know yeah. What I mean? Like we would yeah. have a lot less legal fees if there was more collaboration and more honesty and trust within mm. each other. Like I'm not looking to hurt anybody. I'm just looking to get my. Objectives. You're not looking in front of me when you just. Wow. That's the too right, and then very much it's about what are the negotiables and what are the non-negotiables. So is it so important to you that your child can do the five times table, or is it yeah. so important to you that your child can read, or is it so important to you that your child is a kind person? And mm. those are the things that you work on, and I think most people who look at it you know, we want our kids to be happy, we want our kids to feel safe, and okay. so knowing what's non-negotiable makes it a lot easier to let go of the stuff that is negotiable, you know, like, if they don't want to do this piece of work today, what, what else could we do? What could we do that's keeping us connected and fun and learning? And the, the thing that's amazing about children, and probably all of us, is yeah. learning is constantly happening. It never stops. You know, I picked yeah. up a book about Puerto Rico and I'm reading about, about how, you know, bond financing in Puerto Rico worked and how colonialism in Puerto Rico set up the, the problems that we now have there. Okay. So I'm learning constantly yeah. what we're learning in this pandemic. We're learning how to be kinder. We're learning how to, to connect with people in different ways. So we're all learning, yeah. so we're constantly learning. You can't stop it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went on a hike with Leela and we went on a seal hike and I okay. thought to myself, she's not doing anything. She's like poking sticks at things. She's not mm. listening to the instructor. They have a whole thing planned out and she's not listening. And then she stopped and she literally gave back practically everything that the guy had said verbatim. And then wow. she said, and now I have this as a question. And um, she'd been listening. She picked it all up because she's interested. Yeah. I think, you know, it's having faith in people and trust in people. And again, you know, community will get us through this and community is trust.
0: That's pretty good. I feel like now I want to, like, learn something. I was, I was, so maybe I will. Now I feel like I'm ready to be homeschooled myself and learn something. I think I might take a class online and figure it out. But I think you're right. We're learning all the time. I think we all know way more than, about viruses right now that we did before. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, we're learning, we're all learning so much, and there's and this is also an amazing time to be a homeschooler and an amazing yeah. time to be alive because you know information is no longer institutionalized. You don't have to yeah. go to university. I don't. i I'm, I'm probably dating myself, but I didn't yeah. have a computer in college. Yeah. I had a computer at law school. You, if you wanted to get something, you had to go to the library. If you needed documents, you'd go to the microfiche and like yeah. put, it on, put it on the machine.
0: Yeah. I used to hang out in the library in the summer because it was air-conditioned Yeah, like during college, and then I would just read. I was a history major, and I would just scroll through old newspapers just because, but now it is, I used, here's another weird thing about me is I used to think, or not like super religious, but it if I went before the internet, I used to think that, um, or I used to like to think that mm-hmm. if you died and went to heaven, then you would learn every all the, the answer to all the questions you ever had.
1: Well, and now
0: that. we have the internet, so I don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the internet is your personal. Yeah. Like now we just Google it, now we know, and we can move on. It's pretty I great. I
1: really love that. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, it, learning doesn't have to be institutionalized anymore. You don't have to have a class. You don't have to go to a school. You don't have to, to go to one place to have an expert tell you. I mean, there's classes online. There's resources online. You can make your own movies online. I mean, extraordinary yeah. wealth of opportunity that, you know, didn't used to be there. And that's why you have kids who are experts in Malala Yousafzai because they can Google it. Yeah, you
0: we know, where in the past we just didn't um are you guys uh, going this is kind of off the topic are you guys i just saw past my window like a family ride by in their bikes mm-hmm. pretty, pretty rare for the middle of the day and but it seems like we're seeing i'm seeing more bike riding families out right now i guess because they can like stay away from people and just get some exercise in and uh do you guys are you guys getting outside at all
1: we are i mean we've sort of been trying to, my husband has lung issues that he's concerned about, and I'm asthmatic, so we're trying to just get a beat on what's happening before we feel yeah. more comfortable, but bike yeah. writing is amazing because it's really an introvert's delight. You're moving fast yeah. enough, <laughs> you're with yeah. here, and you can go where you want to go. You can be with your thoughts. You can see the gorgeousness of nature, Yeah. and um, I'm sure Duke Farms is going to be packed because they rent bikes, oh. it's a closed circuit, so you can bike wherever you want without anyone touching you. And see- Yeah, of so, yeah.
0: I might get my bike out, it's real nice today. so um, nice today. Um, I
1: think and this was, should, what? Yeah, the only thing I just wanted to quickly add is, okay. because it is a scary time. I think one thing that people forget is, if it's scary for us, as grown yeah. up And the internet and ways of being in touch with each other and our friends. Imagine how hard it is for children. You know, one year to us is not very much. One year to them is huge. You know, one week of missing their friends is huge. And so there's a lot of compassion to be had for this huge shift that they find themselves in. And that maybe the thing we can do is kind of give them a lot of space and a lot of support to go outside schedule fun things, Skype with friends. We can still send letters to people. We can draw pictures and take pictures and send them. You know, we can bake together. There's lots of good stuff we can do to feed their own sense of calm. Because yeah. The truth is, like, they're hurting too. They miss their friends. They miss their routines. And, you know, it's just knowing that your kid is hurting, you know, how do you make it better? How do you support them yeah. in finding time- ways? made themselves
0: after. Yeah. Um it's and that, a dog, always yeah. a good answer. <laughs> do you guys have a dog? We do not have a dog at this be.
1: <laughs> part because my you know, we try to travel a fair bit. Yeah. But, um, but once Leela is more reliable with being willing to walk dogs and oh yeah. Then then she'd discourage she absolutely loves them and it's kind of unreliable about walking them. Maybe she should, she should become be a dog walker. Sister.
0: Then you just, you're just just with them for a short time and then you can move on. You're not responsible for getting up in the morning. <laughs> like, um, uh, you know, I just, just, I a, just a career idea.
1: Uh, you know what, um, I, I mean, I think being a dog walker is amazing. They now have all these great exchange programs. One of our friends traveled the world as a dog water- walker and cat sitter. Wow. Um, she lived in Japan for a month. She lived in Thailand for two months. All yeah. Cats- different places. I mean, no longer possible, sadly. Yeah. It's just, the world is smaller than it ever has been, which is a little exciting. Yeah.
0: That's, that's true, for sure. We definitely know what's going on, and we're all part connected. And I guess this was really great. Would you... I feel like... Um, it was really good, and if we could do it again sometime, that'd be really great, because um, I did think, like, just trying I'll figure out how Facebook Live, why it didn't work this time, but we'll definitely post this, and then I think just figuring out what people want to talk about and taking a break from, like, just how do we deal with this, like, weirdo new world in the best possible way and still um, do shit stuff. Let me ask you a real quick question about being vegan like what made you start just because usually we start a podcast by asking why they're vegan like what made you go vegan just out of curiosity?
1: Um. Well I went vegetarian when I went uh, scuba diving and mm-hmm. everywhere I went you know the fish come up to your faces and you can see uh. how curious they are and some of them are aggressive, some of them are friendly, and you could see that they all had personalities. And then yeah. I went to a restaurant, and they would serve the same fish that you'd been swimming with. And it was really hard to not see them as beings with their oh. own interests. And I was a vegetarian, but I said, I can't be one of those crazy people who reads labels all day long. I mean, I will just go nuts. What is there? There's no vegan food 14 years ago. I was like, yeah. I don't know what to even do. And I met my first vegan, and okay. she, and I said to her, I don't know what to do. I want to be vegan, I have no idea. And she I'm a vegetarian, but I can't, I can't do more than vegetarian because you know, I'm a lawyer, I'm busy, and I had all my excuses. And she was the calmest person in the world. And she looked at me and she goes, how about I make you dinner? How about what? How about I make you dinner? Oh, neat. And I said, okay. And she goes, I'll come to your house, I'll bring the ingredients, we'll make a meal, and if you think it's something you can do, we can go from there. Wow.
0: Wow, that's pretty nice.
1: It was, and she made, uh, she she made sushi and she showed me how to make it, vegan sushi. Yeah. And then she made something else. And then we had a raw dessert because it was mostly raw. Yeah. And she was like, so that wasn't that hard. I was like, no, I could do that. <laughs> and then I proceeded to eat cereal for, um, for a month because I'm like, probably about two weeks. I was like, I don't know what to eat besides almond milk and cereal. And I'm sure that uh, that a lot. Of, I was eating actually cereal that had D three, but I didn't know to look for it yet. Yeah. And then I found the internet and the PPK, and oh. then the internet. And again, that's why veganism is so easy to do with the internet, because somebody will always tell you what you're doing wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even when you're not looking for that information.
1: Oh my, God. my yeah. first Thanksgiving, I'm like, I managed, I made a vegan pie and I cool it, this is
0: great, and it was like 50 points. Oh, <laughs> no. I remember, like, that is fine, like, <laughs> you don't you don't know, even, like, sometimes, there's some ingredients that, I like, I try to avoid right now and you'll see mm-hmm. them in something, and it's so disappointing because you're like, ah, oh, that was my favorite. Also, like, I don't like to be the person who tells people that what they're eating isn't right. Like, I would still remember, like, telling somebody like their favorite soup was not oh. even vegetarian and mm-hmm. it was definitely a kill the messenger kind of thing like i don't think they talked to me for a couple of weeks and um what can you do i'm here for i'm here to ruin your favorite foods
1: <laughs> i i i feel like Lila's great tragedy was discovering that marshmallows were made with gelatin
0: yeah that it, is a tragedy for all of us to be honest for every single one of yeah. us i
1: mean thank goodness we have dandies But every now and then, oh, my God, did you know they have marshmallows? That's not even vegetarian. That is animal bones. Yeah. Sad. But, yeah, you know what? Veganism should be joyful. It should be (laughs) Yeah. It's not about perfection. So, Uh, you know, my feeling is, and many, many people may differ, is that, you know, you do the best you can, and when you find something out, you do better.
0: Right. It's not a contest for sure. And it's just, you have the good intentions to do the best you can, and, and that's all we can do sometimes. So, um, You know, anyhow. I
1: love this <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love, we, I was in Estonia um, and, over December, and we bumped into a vegan chocolate shop. They had home, uh, vegan chocolate, homemade candies of all sorts, homemade ice cream. And I was there, I was like, I thought I was in heaven. And they said, Oh no, we have tons of vegans in Estonia. And, wow. Well, I mean in Scandinavia overall, they said like something like twenty percent of people under thirty are wow green and vegan because really see the impact of climate change, something they need to be on board with. Okay. And one of the big side off is veganism is not a competition. It's not like only yeah. one of us win. You know, we all
0: win when we go vegan. I
1: and mean, we yeah. all win when we put meat and and that's a really important thing to remember. It's not a competition.
0: Yeah, nothing's competition right now.
1: Nothing is a competition right now. Everything is collaboration.
0: Like okay, I started making I, it, I started making a mental list of competitions I wanted to be in, but I can stop. I to stop.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> we can <we laughs> have a
0: chocolate chip cookie off.
1: I mean, yeah, a, a competition. Everybody wins. Yeah. But, um, but yeah I mean one thing that that often happens is when you when you're homeschooling is your kid is in, in competitions and they lose something and they cry and people are like it's very good to learn to lose and I'm like I don't know why like you know, <laughs> negative experiences like kids have enough negative experiences well, basically if you think about it there are small people in a world not built for them they have a lot of negative experiences
0: yeah I don't think I learned to lose until I was like 25 and then I even then, maybe thirty-five or forty to be honest. So anyhow. <laughs> I All don't right. know. I just hanging out with you. I love hearing your thing. All right. All right. Just <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's wrap this up. I'm going to post this, but I'm sure people will have questions and maybe we can get you back. Yes.
1: And we, we actually know... have a vegan Facebook
0: page for Okay. vegetarian Families in New Jersey. Okay, I'm gonna put so, the link up. I'm going to put the link up and tell people about it. And then if you have any other ideas and stuff you want to talk about or people you want us to get on this, I feel like now we have nothing but time to uh, talk about the things we've always wanted to talk about. So well, I
1: love that you boost signals, right? I love that you talk to so many great, uh, great people who might not otherwise have a platform. So yeah, there's so many amazing vegans out there doing amazing work and yeah. I'm, so grateful for people to be able to talk with you and um and if anyone could get to have the kind of joy that i have talking to you
0: you know better <laughs> the world okay cool thanks rachel all right okay. I, i'll talk to you later bye <laughs> bye, bye.
1: bye.